Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Speak Plainly with me, your host, Owl Medicine. Since today is day one of this awesome launch, I should probably take some time to lay some groundwork so you have some idea what to expect. Um, There's a few things that we'll talk about today just to have the theme laid out in front of us. And one of the first things we should talk about is probably the name. Why speak plainly? Well, for those of you who don't know me, I actually have Speak Plainly tattooed across my throat. Speak Plainly has been a very, very tangible part of my life for a long time. And although I love the phrase Speak Plainly, I mean, that's why I have it tattooed. It actually was born from a conversation that I had with a doc I worked with ages ago in the military. He was a family practice doc. I was working there with him and he was just absolutely marvelous. He taught me so many wonderful things. He was a wonderful provider and doc, also a great friend and father and husband. He was just, he was great. And one of the things that he said to me that stuck with me and will stick with me for the rest of my life is if you understand something, like if you really truly understand it in your core, then you should be able to explain it to an eight-year-old. If you can't explain it to an eight-year-old, you don't know it. You might know the jargon, you might know pieces of it, but it hasn't fully settled in you yet. And ah, I'll be damned if that ain't ridiculously true. So for me, that became a motto and a goal of mine is that I I love research and I love medicine and I love science. I love the expansion and the the constant inquiry. I really, I really resonate with that. But it doesn't do any good to just talk kind of highfalutin about it. It really doesn't. You got to, in order to really understand it, try to explain it to an eight-year-old. You'll probably get better at understanding it just from doing that. But that's where this podcast comes in. You know, we have experts and those experts are filled with jargon and there's a reason because as an expert in any field your purpose of being that field is usually to advance it there's something that you see in that field that you want it to get further to do more good so the jargon is necessary to have a conversation with other peers on your level where you need to kind of generalize a bunch of information or kind of refer to a group of information that is well known, well, well understood and is at on some level kind of basic and elementary to your specialty. So I get why the jargon is there. But this podcast is all about removing the jargon. It's all about removing the self-important nature of certain peoples and certain areas of life. 
there are areas of life like in medicine and in politics and in law that seem to use language almost specifically to obscure their point. And that shit pisses me off. There is no reason for that. If you're talking to somebody about something, the whole point is to communicate what you know to them. And there has been a trend for probably ever of wanting to talk to people not to communicate what you know to them so they can know it, but to communicate how much you know to them so you can have some kind of status. That's what we are fighting against here. We are going to try to speak plainly about lots and lots of complicated and difficult concepts. And some will be some things will be lost in translation, but that's the reality of translation and language in general. So now you understand why the name is speak plainly. I really believe that that's what everyone should do. The reason it's on my throat is because I want every single person on the planet to understand that when they speak to me, that they should speak plainly and that I will. So now that that groundwork is laid, I would like to move on to the topic of today's podcast, which is all about done is better than perfect. I spent an inordinate amount of time trying to get this podcast out. I've been talking about it for a while, and I spent hours and hours and hours and hours recording and re-recording and recording and re-recording and editing and tweaking and fading and all of this stuff to make everything right. And right as I was just about to finish, I had to start completely over. And I'm not going to get into all the details, but I was mad and I wanted to stop. Um, I wanted to just be like, you know what? I'm writing a book. I've been doing all these articles. I'm building programs on decolonizehealthcare.com. I just built my own author website. Like, I don't need to add a podcast. And that's been a thing in my head for a while. I don't need to add more stuff. Why am I doing enough? Why am I doing more? I already have these big things on my plate. And the reality is, it's because I'm trying to stack my life. And I'm trying to do that by doing multiple things simultaneously or in sequence that all lend themselves to one particular goal, right? And for me, the way to start everything is the way I started this podcast. It's the way I started the book. It's the way I started the websites and the way I started the articles. This is today's theme. Done is better than perfect. Get it through your head right now. Get it into your heart right now. Done is better than perfect. You know why? Because you can actually get it done. You'll never get it perfect. No creation, no matter how wonderful was ever perfect. Michelangelo didn't finish the 16th chapel. He just abandoned it. That's what we do. That's what all creative people do. You don't finish anything. You just abandon it. You choose a point to stop. So no, it's not going to be perfect, but you can get it done. 
that's how I started this podcast because I wanted to do a bunch of things. I wanted to talk about vitamin D that because that was something interesting. I had recently been researching in vitamin D deficiencies and there's some cool stuff in there I may cover one day, but I didn't want to add more to my plate, as I mentioned. So I decided to just talk about what was most heavily on my heart. And that is just getting stuff done, getting stuff out there, getting my work out into the world is really scary. And it's going to be scary for you. If you ever choose to do that, it's terrifying. <laughs> and I'm not telling you that so you won't do it. I'm telling you that because it's quite exciting. If you choose to do that, it's because you want to do it. And if you do something because you want to do it, the stress is it hits different. Do you know what the difference between stress and excitement is? It's your mindset. There's no real difference between the two. If you took somebody's blood who is very upset and somebody whose blood who's very excited, you're not going to have that much difference in the stress hormones that are floating around and the, the neurotrans the stress neurotransmitters the cortisol and the uh, uh, the norepinephrine that's all going to be about the same what's different is the mindset you got to have the right mindset that says i want to do this and you can turn any stressful situation into an excitement so that's what i'm doing because lord knows this has been stressful so anyway, I have been, like I said, I was, I've been writing a book. I was doing articles after writing the book. And the reason I started doing the articles is because I got the book as far as I could. I'm working on a book called Rethinking Broken. And it's all about a new way to look at what we commonly call our brokenness, our trauma left over from childhood or from other traumatic instances in our life. And to not view that brokenness as brokenness, but to rethink it and to maybe even view ourselves as specially trained experts just working in the wrong field. So this book is really important to me. It's really close to my heart. It has been so hard to write. It's been so hard to write. I cannot, cannot stress that enough. And when I finally got to a place where I couldn't put a single other word down because every time I tried, I would just break down. I finally was like, okay, this is, I've gotten it as far as I can. I need professional help. And that's when I found my editor. I luckily was able to get a hold of a friend who referred me to their editor that they had used. And woo, this woman is worth her weight in gold because the pile of crap that I gave her and dared to call a manuscript is so bad. Yet she found a way to organize the ideas in it, organize the concepts and see to the heart of what I was trying to what I was trying to say and give me a, a format and give me an outline of a flow that might work a little bit better because the main trouble I had with the book is, well, the way I wrote it. Have we established that I'm a terrible writer yet? Because I am. The way I went about writing this book, because it had changed multiple times, 
was I would write and I would get into a frenzy and I would get into this this zone and I would write and write and write and write and write and it was amazing or at least I thought it was amazing I would go back and look at it and yeah there would be some really awesome stuff in there uh and then I would like put it down and give it a break uh and I'd go back at it and do it again and that's kind of how I would just went at it with no outline no real plan for anything I I knew what I kind of wanted to say because I'd been saying it to people for years and years, but I'd never had to put it in a format so complete and linear. It's easy for me to figure out what I want to say when I'm talking to a person. That's great. That's easy. I can see in real time. I can see what's landing and what's not landing. I can see when I bore them. I can I can hear the interest or disinterest in their voice. That stuff is easy. Trying to figure that out for an entire book for an audience that doesn't actually exist yet is really difficult for me. And so when I would sit and write in these frenzied pieces, they would be great. But then the next section, I would be in a totally different mood. I would have, so my voice would be completely different. And that's fine. That's cool or whatever. At least I was getting it done because done is better than perfect. And that's what got me to where I was at. And I gave, I gave my editor this book. And when I gave her the manuscript, I cannot tell you how deeply ashamed I was. I felt horrible, truly and completely. I felt terrible. I felt like a fraud. I felt like a liar. I felt like a freak. I I felt broken. (laughs) That's for sure. But I realized that this is all because I'm a terrible writer. And I realized that after thinking about it, there's usually one main reason why people are terrible at anything. It's not because you suck. It's not because you don't have the skills. It's because you haven't done it enough. And I hadn't written it enough. Just hadn't. And still haven't. Which is why I went from writing a book to writing articles. And that's why I'm going from writing articles to recording a podcast. Because I learned the hard way, trying to do the articles and the book at the same time, that I can't do that. I have a really hard time keeping my stuff straight in my head of what I wrote where, especially considering the topics of my articles often overlap with the topics in the book because trauma and healing and growth is what I am most interested in. So it's what I write about the most. So it's very difficult for me to keep track of multiple, multiple documents Um, being written at the same time. So I'm using this podcast because writing the articles made me a better writer. The reason it made me a better writer is because writing, communicating in any form is even art is really about taking whatever is in your head. And for me, mine feels like a big old ball of yarn, just, and not one of those like nice neatly woven ones that just un that undoes one strand at a time and you can slowly just pull out what you need no mine is one of one of those that like a four-year-old had gotten into so when it comes to detangling my mind the writing is 
is beyond helpful. The writing is life-saving because when I put that pin to that page, I'm pinning down the free end of that, that piece of yarn and I'm pulling it out. And often it, especially at first, it just comes out in big old chunks. If you've ever tried to untie a wad of yarn or a, a wad of anything, cords, rope, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You don't get to just like do one thing at a time. You have to like spread it all out and get it all on the floor and open up the little spots that are too tight and bring together the spots that are too far apart. So you can see where the line goes and where it twists and where it cuts in between stuff and how to untie it so you can make it usable again. And that's what I'm doing with the writing. I've got all of this information and all of these memories, all of these experiences that are existing, living, tangled up in my beautiful, messy head. And I want to communicate them better. So the writing of the articles was because the book was awful. The book was terrible. That's, I'm, that's why I'm still working on it, right? Because done is better than perfect, but good is better than done. <laughs> so the articles made me a better writer because it, it walked me through that ball of yarn process every day. And now with the writing being too confusing, I'm doing the same thing with the podcast. The only writing I'm really doing with the podcast is creating my outlines and then talking through it over and over and over and over again. But that is still doing the same thing. It's walking me through the same process that is making me a better writer, making me a better thinker, making me a better communicator. And for me, if I'm a better thinker and communicator, writer and speaker, that basically makes me a better person in some ways, at least. And that's a worthwhile pursuit for me and for anybody. So write a journal, keep a journal, just practice getting the junk out of your head. It doesn't need to be good. But that's why done is better than perfect is the first episode of this podcast, because it has been rough. It has been a rough start today alone was terrible. This is my seventh time recording the full thing just today alone. It's been nuts, but I got to get it done. It doesn't need to be perfect, but I got to get it done. And that's, that is so powerful because that's the reason I have a half written book. It was more written than that, but it was terrible. So now it's like, I'm cutting it back to like half written. I gotta, I gotta fix a bunch of stuff. But done is better than perfect is what got me like halfway through being an, a published author. Me, like this white trash kid from Greensburg, Indiana. Come on, like my original hometown of Westport had 1,100 people in it when I was growing up. There's nothing, nothing there. And to think I'm gonna be a, I, I'm gonna be a published author soon is. Crazy. And it's, it has nothing to do with my talent or anything. It's just because I decided to do it. I decided that done was better than perfect. So please, please do the same for yourself. Really, done is better than perfect. Just do it. Whatever thing that you're thinking of right now that you've been putting off for years, just do it. Do it terribly. Just do it. 
You can do it terribly. Really, it feels good to do something terribly and be like, you know what? I know it's terrible, but that's okay. At least it's done. Like, I mean, your favorite authors, your favorite speakers, your favorite everything have a whole pile of all the really bad stuff that they did before you found all the good stuff that they did. So that's that's my theme for episode one of this podcast series. Done is better than perfect with a little side boost of stack your life. Um, That for me has become just a very basic, constant aspect of my life. Anything that I do is leading into something else that I'm doing or something else that I want to do. Now, I do have a secret. My secret is even the book, on, along with the articles and the podcast and decolonizehealthcare.com and owlchrysalismedicine.com, all of which I've done myself in the last year, all of these things are pushing me and getting me prepared for my big goal. And I've got, I've got one giant goal at the end of this that I'll be launching in about a year that I'm so excited for. I'm terrified, genuinely terrified, but I am so excited for it as well. So if you want to know what that is, if you want to know what my my big goal is, you're just going to have to stick around. You're going to have to hang out for a while. Come back next year if you want. Maybe check out a few episodes between now and then. But keep stacking your life. Keep doing things intentionally and you will accidentally stack your life. If you live with intentionality, everything's going to be so much easier. If you know why you are doing everything that you're doing and you're only doing the things that you know why you're doing them. So stack your life. My articles and podcasts and everything are, are, are practice. You know, life is a dress rehearsal. You know, it, there, there, there is no, there is no opening night. Life is just a constant dress rehearsal. So the bottom line of this story is I'm terrified and unskilled in basically all of my current occupations. I have never done a podcast, so this is not going to be great. I'm not a good writer, but I'm writing a book. I don't know how to build websites, but I, well, I didn't, but I do now with the help of some really great drag and drop technology. But that's my bottom line is I'm terrified and unskilled at everything I'm doing, but I know for a fact that done is better than perfect. And it's not just better. It feels better. Done feels better than perfect beyond the fact that you'll never feel perfect. So like, duh, done feels so good. Think about how good it feels just to cross things off of your list. And I don't know about you, but I have definitely like just done things that weren't on my list and then wrote them on the list just to cross them off because it feels good to just get stuff done. So dive in, dive into your fears. Done is better than perfect. And if you're willing to live purposefully, you can stack all of the things that you do in such a way that each one is benefiting the last. And if you do that, your growth 
your productivity, your wellness and happiness are going to explode. The reason stacking works is it's a synergistic effect. It is bigger than the sum of its parts. I really hope that you trust yourself enough, or maybe even just trust me enough, to believe that done is better than perfect. So go out there, go into the world, do the damn thing. This is Owl Medicine, signing off on the very first ever episode of Speak Plainly. Stay blessed, y'all.